Grand Rising, Grand Rising, happy people. I want to welcome you to today's episode of the Mind Your Business Call. This is where you can come and get your daily dose of mindset, marketing, and, of course, money. My name is Tracy Walker. I am your host, and we do this call every single Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'd love for you to head over to your favorite live streaming platform and subscribe to the Mind Your Business podcast. You can find us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, your favorite place. Just do a search and subscribe. And we also have a very, very special VIP, MYB, Mind Your Business community um, subscriber list that we're going to be doing some amazing things with those of you that have made the decision to just join us on the more intimate level. Um, To jump on that VIP list that's just for me, please go ahead and text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Again, just text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. And I want to talk a little bit about direct sales today, and I want to talk about really what the goal is. When you are in the direct sales business, what really are you supposed to be doing? Should you be recruiting just to be recruiting just to be recruiting? Should you be looking for other leaders? Should you be signing up other people that have huge lists and are super-duper influential? Should you not be doing that? Should you be leading with the product? Should you just be selling, 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 selling more of your product? What should you do? Which way is the best? Well, Here's what I'll say to you. There are always two sides to a coin. There's always a heads, and then there's always a tails, okay? There's a heads, and there's a tails. Now, what I will say to you is that you do want to focus on doing both sides of the business. There are situations where you are going to do well if you recruit a person or you recruit a leader, you recruit someone that knows how to sell the thing that you sell. But in many cases, most people do not know how to sell the thing that you sell. So if you recruit a bunch of people with the idea of, oh, this is a business opportunity, but you don't know how to sell the thing that you sell, and now you've recruited a bunch of people who you can't teach to sell the thing that you sell, well, now you have a bunch of people looking around with crickets, paying auto ships, trying to figure out how do we make money here. So here's my take on the ideal situation. Here's my take on the ideal situation. It's not the only. It is my take on the ideal situation. Number one, you should understand that indirect sales, you are in sales. When you become a distributor for your company, your job is to distribute. Your job is to distribute. I'm going to say it one more time. When you become a distributor for a company in any capacity, whether it is a a brick-and-mortar type of company, whether it is a product-based company, whether it is a a service-based company, whether it is a digital product, based company or an info product based company, it doesn't matter. There's something that they are distributing and they need you to help distribute it. You must get it into the hands of customers. That's 
why you became a distributor and you make money for the referrals, the sales that you acquire. If you don't know how to distribute, if you don't know how to make sales to customers to use the thing that you sell, if you don't know how to do that, then you sit twiddling your thumbs looking around left to right every day, every week, every month. The premise of growth in network marketing or in direct sales or in referral marketing or in all those different things, the premise to all of it is that the company has a thing that they sell. You become a distributor to get on board to help them sell it. They pay you to help them sell it. Then there becomes an opportunity for you to then help somebody else. So when you recruit somebody else, i.e., someone else who wants to be a distributor, not just a customer, they want to make money, they want to learn how to make money by making referrals, you must then teach that new distributor how you are making your sales through your distribution network. In other words, you must have a system by which you sell. Sell what? Sell the product, sell the thing that you are a distributor for. If you are focused only on going and recruiting other distributors who go and recruit 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 other distributors, you have no customers. And when you are in an opportunity, a legitimate direct sales opportunity where you have no customers, that's where you get into trouble. That's where it looks like a pyramid. Because you don't have true customers. You don't have people really utilizing the services. You don't have people benefiting from what you offer in the marketplace. All you're doing is selling other people to sell them, to make them think they can go and sell other people so that they go sell other people so that they go sell other people. Guys, that is not what direct sales is about. Direct sales is about taking a product or a service direct to consumer. Kanye West right now is, is getting ready to take his product direct to consumer. We call it B2C, business to consumer, business to consumer, direct sales, direct to consumer. That's what our whole industry is. There's nothing wrong with direct sales because most people are direct to consumer. Target is direct to consumer. It's B to C, business to consumer. All retail outlets, your restaurants are B to C, business to customer, business to consumer. When a company starts and has an amazing product, they believe, you know, will serve and benefit people worldwide, globally, and lots of people in volume, they want to go B to C. But every company needs a sales force. Please believe that. You don't think Chick-fil-A has a sales force? You don't think Target has buyers? Because the people that want their products inside of Target, they have to actually make a pitch so that their, so that their products can have shelf space in Target 
everybody's selling something. The whole distribution network, when you are a farmer or you are a fisherman and you know how to fish or farm, you sell your fishing, you sell your farming to where? Manufacturers or wholesalers. That's a net, you have to sell it. And then those wholesalers do whatever they do. They manufacture, they this, they that, whatever, and then they get it to where? Your retailers. Everybody's making money along the way. Then you walk into your grocery store and you buy your salmon. Somebody sold that salmon to Publix. Publix bought that salmon. But they did it B to B. The wholesaler of the salmon sold the bunches of salmon in, in bulk to the retailer of salmon, so it's B to B, business to business. They buy in bulk. They buy, they buy a lot of it. So that then Kroger can do B to C, sell to you, direct to consumer. So Kanye says, you know what, I'm tired of all this mess. I'm tired of making these partnerships with Gap and these people and these people, and then they turn around and go and sell it to consumer. I'm tired of doing B2B because they're being shady, right? They're taking my ideas and they're creating their own knockoffs of the ideas that I create, and then they're selling them at cheaper prices. They're doing things that I don't like. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go B2C, direct to consumer, direct sales. Now, if Kanye were to say, hey, listen, I've got these shoes, I've got these shirts, I've got these hoodies, and I want to go B to C, but I don't want to put it in, um, you know, I don't want to do it off of my own website, or I don't want to do it just through, um, you know, whatever channel that they do it, or open up his own stores and do it, right? What I want to do is I want to get distributors. I want to get distributors to sell the Kanye hoods, and you become a distributor. Your job is to sell the hoodies. Your job is to sell the shoes, the boots, the umbrella, the T-shirt, the, the, the pants, whatever it is that he has, the caps. Your job is to sell that. Your job is not necessarily to go and get somebody else, sell them on the idea that they could sell Kanye stuff, and then get a one-time commission because you sold another distributor on selling Kanye stuff. I promise you, if you did that, that would be great. But the minute you enroll someone that knows how to go sell Kanye stuff, the person that's selling Kanye stuff is going to make more money than you long term. Because really you get paid to sell the stuff. So what, what do we do, Tracy? Well, the key is this. Develop or tap into a system where the people you're working with know how to sell your stuff. Learn their system of selling the stuff. If you're already a distributor and you're not making any money distributing, then you need to get with somebody in your group that is making money distributing, learn their system of how they're distributing, and then distribute. Don't worry so much right now about going and getting other people to distribute. Don't sell the thing. Trust me, if you get good at selling the thing, it will be easy for you to go and get other distributors 
so that you can teach them how to sell the thing because they will see you making money selling the thing, and they will say, man, how do I make the money that you're making? You say, you know what, I've got an opportunity for you. Let me show you how to do what I do. But if you don't have a way to do what you do, then you're just recruiting a bunch of people that don't know how to do anything, and then people feel bad, and then people are just spending money, and then maybe they're using the product, maybe they're not using the product, but because you only wrap them up or because you only sold to them based on the idea of them making money when they sell to others, maybe they're not even using the product. Maybe they are, which is great because every direct sales company wants every single person to be able to use them and benefit from the products, even if you are a distributor. But distributors must distribute, ladies and gentlemen. Do you have customers? This is why many companies will have a ratio by which you must have a customer-to-business-builder ratio. The company that I'm a part of has, I believe, um, you've got to have 60% customers. You can't just go out and recruit a bunch of distributors. You must have true customers, customers that do not upgrade to distributors, customers who are not looking to earn a commission, customers who just want to benefit from what it is that you have to offer, customers. When you go to Kroger to get your salmon, you're not speaking to Kroger only about how to also create and have your own Kroger. You're just going to get the salmon. You are a customer. You don't care about owning a Kroger. You just want to buy the salmon. Great. You are a customer. If you only have people coming to you only now, only that I like make money, make money, and that's great, but then you don't have a way to sell your stuff, then you don't have a distribution network. You have a bunch of Chick-fil-A franchises and nobody's selling chicken. You're just selling franchises and all the franchises are broke because nobody knows how to sell chicken. Nobody has a drive through Nobody has a chef or a cook. Nobody has the, the people at the counter um, checking people out. Nobody has the people putting the food in the bag. Nobody has a system for selling the chicken. You just got a bunch of Chick-fil-A businesses open that's broke. That's what gives our industry a bad name is that you're going and you open up a bunch of not unprofitable franchises. Who would invest in an unprofitable franchise if they didn't have the knowledge and the skill to turn that unprofitable franchise into a profitable franchise? No one. So in other words, either you must come to the table with the skills of knowing how to distribute or you must be willing to, le- excuse me, you must be willing to learn the skills of how to distribute. Now, if you are not making any money distributing, Go to somebody in your upline, go to somebody in your group, your leadership, wherever, and ask them, can you show me your sales system? Can you teach me your system by which you sell and distribute the thing that we sell and distribute in this company? And if they don't have a system for teaching you how to sell the things that you have, there you go. Now, maybe you'll get lucky and recruit somebody that actually does know how to have a, who does have a sales system and can bring in a lot of sales. Maybe you do, 
recruit somebody like that that can help you, fantastic. But the average person is not going to go and recruit the biggest leader that has the ability and has the sales system already in place so that they can just match, check match, or generate volume from the one or two people that they enroll. The average person is not going to do that. So what does that mean? That means as an industry, we would do better teaching people how to have sales systems, not just how to recruit a bunch of people that recruit a bunch of people that recruit a bunch of people that don't know how to sell the chicken out the Chick-fil-A, but you see a Chick-fil-A sign everywhere you go. That's a disaster. That's a disaster. If your sales team isn't going, it's because your sales team doesn't know how to make sales. It's simple. And if as the leader you can't figure out how to help your sales team make sales, then eventually your sales team will stop being a sales team. They're not making any sales anyway, so they'll just go find something else to do because they're not making any sales and you haven't taught them how to make any sales and you haven't learned how to go and make any sales and you're not giving any value to them to help them make their distributorship, make their franchise profitable. So they quit. Why do people buy the McDonald's franchise? Why do people make, uh, buy the Chick-fil-A franchise? They buy them because these people have a system of selling. When you roll up on Chick-fil-A and you see that line, uh, that drive-through line all the way out the parking lot, into the street, depending on how the Chick-fil-A is positioned, but it's a long line every Chick-fil-A you go to, obviously they're selling chicken. They're not selling other Chick-fil-A's there. They're selling chicken. So what makes people want to get a Chick-fil-A? Because they see that the franchises know how to sell chicken. So they say, you know what? This looks like a profitable business. I would rather invest in a Chick-fil-A so they can teach me the sales system so I can also sell chicken, so I can also make money in my franchise and be able to have a, prof a profitable business. That's the only reason. If they saw the Chick-fil-A's and they were always vacant and nobody was ever pulling up and nobody was in line, nobody would want a Chick-fil-A franchise. This is why in direct sales, people don't want to enroll with you. Because you don't – if you were a physical brick-and-mortar business, nobody would be in your drive-through. And you're trying to sell people on why they should have the type of business that you have, and they're looking at your business and they're saying, but wait a minute, you don't have any customers. You don't have any sales. You don't have anybody in your drive-through overflowing. You don't have anybody at your walk-up counter overflowing. You don't have anybody inside your restaurant eating where the seats and the tables are all filled up, where the line is you know, wrapped around where the dining area is. You don't have anything popping in your franchise. Why would I buy your franchise? And you're saying because it's a good franchise. It's so good. The owners are so awesome. Nobody cares about the owners like that. I mean, do people want to know the stability of it? Yeah. But you're not going to sell them on the owners. The owners have nothing to do with them. You're going to sell them on the ability that you can demonstrate that they can make sales for their business. And if you don't know how to teach them that, this is why your parking lot is bearing. You've got to have a system of selling the thing that you sell. You then teach other people 
other franchises within your company, within your team, when you recruit somebody that wants to have a business, then you teach them your sales system. If the system that you were taught does not produce sales or enough sales, then I'm sorry. It's not an effective or efficient system. Maybe it works sometimes, and maybe it works for some people. So, therefore, we could classify it as it works. But if it doesn't work more consistently, in other words, as a, as a business owner, if I were the owner of Chick-fil-A as a whole, I was on the board of directors, and we had 100 franchises, and the sales system that we put in place only helped one of the 100 franchises, I can't keep trying to convince the other 99 franchises that the one franchise, that's the model. There's something broken here. Don't keep trying to convince the other 99 that what the one is doing is working. No, as the board, as the chairman, as the CEO, it's your job to go back and say, how do we develop a sales system that helps us have better production and profitability for majority of our franchise? How do we get it from 1% up to 60% are profitable, to 70% are profitable, to 80% are profitable? You can't keep harping up with the 99 about the one. You got to go and develop a system that helps more of the franchise's profit. Is what the one doing working? Yeah, then let the one keep doing what the one is doing. But if the one isn't duplicating across the other 99, that is not our sales system. That's just something unique that works for you. Maybe it used to work a lot for sales teams. Maybe it used to work a lot for franchises. Maybe it used to work a lot when the economic climate was different, when the dynamics of the industry were different, when there weren't so many other options to start businesses available. Maybe it was different. But today, that sales system is the least effective. So you must evolve and you must be creative and you must develop a sales system that actually creates sales. And if you're not the one that's able to do that, then you better connect with someone within your organization or your company and say, listen, would you show me your sales system? And if they want to charge you for their sales system, you better pay it. Because right now, you don't have one and you're broke. And if somebody else has a sales system and they can help you to make money, that's worth something. That's valuable to you, isn't it? Isn't it? If you could pay to learn how to make sales when right now you don't know how to make sales, you wouldn't do it? You've got to learn or you've got to develop a sales system, period. And the more franchises, the more distributors that you have distributing, the more money each distributorship makes, which collectively, if you are a person that has been able to show a lot of distributorships how to distribute, then you're going to make more money on the volume of your overall distributor team. But you don't have a distributor team if you can't teach your distributors how to distribute. You're just going to get in a bunch of distributors hoping that one of them know how to distribute because you sure in the heck don't. 
So when you are B to C, which we are in direct sales, here's what you want to do. You want to focus on getting customers. You want to focus on customers that pay and buy every single month. Just like with your cell phone bill, you are a customer, you pay every single month. They went and they got you as a customer, and you pay every single month. That is a customer. That is a residual income. When you pay your rent every single month, when you pay your mortgage every single month, you are a customer, and you are providing residual income for the people that sold you. So you are contributing to residual income by being the buyers of the thing to, to provide it for others, but you haven't learned yet how to be the person receiving the residual income. This is what we're trying to teach you how to do. You are very good at being a consumer, not so good at being a business owner. You know residual income works because you are providing residual income for others. Your car note, where you live, you're providing residual work for your job. They hire you one time, and you keep coming back. So why can't you be on the other side of that equation? Oh, because being on the other side of the equation means that you must have a skill. Well, let me break it to you like this. In entrepreneurship, they say you only eat what you kill. Now, I don't really like that phrase because I don't like killing, right? But how about this? You only eat what you gather. You only eat what you gather. Don't worry about going and getting somebody else on what they gather. You only eat what you gather. And if you know how to gather really well, then you can go and get somebody else and teach them. If they're struggling, you can teach them how to gather really well. Now, the two of you gathering really well is amazing, but if you went and gathered, got somebody else and they know how to gather really well and you still don't know how to gather really well, eventually the person that knows how to gather will look at you and say, well, wait a minute, when are you going to start gathering? Because you sure are eating up all the stuff I'm gathering. When are you going to go and gather some stuff up for you? Resentment builds up. Sales team have, you know, all type of discord going on. So it's the people with the skills that's going to be able to pay the bills. If you don't have the skill of knowing how to build the system, go find somebody that knows how to build a system. What kind of system? A sales system. Whether the sales system is a door to, not door-to-door sales system, whether the sales system is a generate leads and sales on the Internet, whether the sales system is go put out some signs on the street, whether the sales system is go call up your friends and family, whatever the sales system is, it better be profitable and it better work for the majority of the distributors. If it doesn't work for the majority of the distributors, and you only got one or two distributors that it works for, you can't tell me that the sales system works. What you can tell me is that you have a person that's an anomaly, that's a unicorn, that's a phenom, and that's okay. But you can't use the Michael Jordan story for why everybody else in the NBA should be excelling to that level. You can't use the Kobe story 
Everybody got to develop their own skills. Just because Kobe went to the league doesn't mean you get to go to the league and you haven't developed your skills. You got to develop your skills. Yeah, Michael Jordan is, was doing amazingly well. Yeah, people call him the GOAT and this and that and this and that. Why? Because he had the skills. You could see them. He put numbers on the board. That's why. If you can't put numbers on the board, then you got to go back to the drum board and you got to go to the gym and you got to practice. You don't get to keep coming out here blaming the team because you don't know how to shoot. You can't keep blaming the team and the organization because you don't know how to dribble. You can't keep blaming the front office or the back office because you don't know how to pass. You got to go learn how to play basketball, and then you can put numbers on the board. Now, if I'm the Chicago Bulls and I keep on recruiting a bunch of people that don't have any skills, then, yeah, my team's going to lose. So I don't want to recruit a bunch of people that don't have skills. I want to recruit people that do have skills. And even if I recruit people who don't have the, the most um, highly developed skills, I better, as a coach, I better have something from a skill set toolbox that I can teach them to help them develop their skills. I can't just recruit somebody and be like, oh, you suck, and then just leave you there to suck. No. If I'm the coach, if you're the coach, then have something to coach. Have a game plan. Have some sort of play you can run. Have some sort of strategy that you can employ. You've got to do something to get numbers on the board. And recruiting a bunch of people that recruit a bunch of people that recruit a bunch of people where nobody's getting any two-point shots or three-point shots, you still got a losing team. Even if you got a lot of people, you still got a losing team. You can have less distributors that all know how to sell and have a winning team versus having a bunch of distributors that don't know how to sell because you're going to have a losing team. Do you understand what I'm saying? I hope that you picked up something I was able to drop down because I dropped some stuff for you. I hope there was some aha moments. I hope that there was something where you said, you know what, I got it. Okay, yes, I need a sales system. And then you got to acknowledge the fact that you're in sales. And then you got to be willing to go make sales. If you don't want to make sales, then why are you a distributor? Because a, distri a distributor is a person who distributes. And a person that distributes has to go find somebody to distribute to, and then they have to make a sale. They have to exchange. They have to give the person they're distributing to the item in exchange for the money. That's what you're doing. You're transactional. If you don't want transactions, then you might want to question your being a distributor. Maybe you're really just a customer. You want to make money, but you don't want to distribute. Then you're not a distributor. Could you learn? Yes, but you got to be willing. I ain't trying to make people play basketball and you really want to play football. You can't get on my basketball court with your, with your football helmet on. You can't get on my basketball court with your back catcher gear on for baseball. You can't get on my basketball court with your equestrian stuff getting ready to ride a horse. You can't do it. You got to want to play the game that we're playing. 
and then we can teach you the strategy on how to excel and put numbers on the board. If not, you got to find somebody if you can't do it. And that's that. That's how that works. You're a distributor, learn how to distribute. Then go teach other people how to distribute. You do both. But which one first? I would suggest get you a sales system and go sell some stuff so your line can be wrapped around your building. Because then other people will see the line wrapped around your building, and it becomes easier to recruit when people see the line wrapped around your building. If your building is empty and barren, you got to hustle, you got to fail, you got to grind, you got to convince, you got to go get people off the side of the road, you got to stand out there and dance, you got to do all this stuff to get attract uh, people to your business because they can't, they're not attracted by the results that you're producing because you're not producing them. Go produce some results, go get some customers. And the more customers you get, the more money you make, and the more money you make, I promise you, people will virtually see your, your line wrapped around your building. And everybody wants to be a part of the business where the line is wrapped around the building. Everybody. I hope you enjoyed the Mind Your Business podcast call on this great day. We do the Mind Your Business podcast call every single Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where you can come and get your daily dose of mindset, of marketing, and, of course, money. Make sure you subscribe to Mind Your Business on your favorite live streaming platform. You can find us on iTunes, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all those amazing places. Also, please be sure to subscribe to my very special VIP podcast community. You can do that by texting the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Again, text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Ladies and gentlemen, also, last but not least, head over to winwithtracy.com. Connect with me. Head over to www.winwithtracy.com. If you are ready to win in your business, if you are ready to have a winning sales system, if you are ready to learn and be profitable in your e-franchise, you definitely want to head over to winwithtracy.com. I have a free video for you that talks about money and how you've got to basically be in a position to generate residual income because if you don't, our financial system is eating you alive. Take a look around. There is no joke. I don't have to convince you. There are people that are broke. There are people that are old and broke. The system does not work. The system is broken, so you must learn how to navigate, and saving your money doesn't get you there. That's the dumbest thing you can do. You want to do what the smart money people are doing, so go and learn how to do that. Winwithtracy.com, tap on the Saving Money is Dumb button and get access to that free video today. It has been a plum pleasing pleasure serving you on today's Mind Your Business Podcast call. Be sure to have a phenomenal and prosperous day. I will see everyone in another couple of days because this is the end of the cycle, our five-day cycle. It is Friday, Friday. Enjoy the next few days that you may have off. Live life free, and I will see everyone at the top of the cycle on Monday. Later, guys.